0: It's time for the Two O'Clock Show. Featuring Matthew Clock, Tim Clock. Welcome to the Two O'Clock Show. If if this is your first time joining us with the Two O'Clock Show, we welcome you. If this is not your first time joining the Two O'Clock Show, we are astonished, as usual. And this is episode 15 of the Two O'Clock Show, in case you're keeping track or, or what have you. And um, we um,
1: have nothing to say. So <laughs> join us again
2: next time.
1: I'm using this. This is going in the podcast. That's it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sleep would help. The following program has been brought to you in part by... Pete's Talking Dolls Hi, this is Pete and we have we have Talking
0: Dolls. Uh, your kids will, will love them for, for Christmas. And here's, here's a sample of what our, some of our, our Talking Dolls say.
1: Your skin looks comfortable. I like knives. Where do you keep the matches? I like to
2: watch you breathe in your sleep. You better be
1: nice to me. Okay, nope, nope. Enough of that. Not, uh, I that's that's that same Pete but, guy from before, wasn't it? I did not realize that when accepting the contract. Did Larry slip this commercial in? Or you know, it wouldn't surprise me. It it couldn't have been uh, our program
0: director. I'm sure. Nah, he's. I wouldn't he, think so. He's usually on top of things. This this probably wasn't his uh, area of work. Have you ever noticed that he's never here? I mean, I'm
1: sure he's here sometimes. He has an office. Obadiah Perkins, does he Does he even listen to this show? I mean, we, like, interviewed his parrot and stuff. True.
0: At least we've seen that he has a parrot. Anyway, speaking of uh, Obadiah Perkins, our program director, this is a public service announcement on behalf of him, and he would like you to know that, oddly enough, there are still six seats left, on the one-way rocket trip flight to the moon, to colonize the moon. This flight to colonize the moon is underwritten in part by billionaire J. Stanley Fleming. And this trip originally was $350,000 per person, but now it's merely $125,000 per person. But wait, there's more!
2: No, tell me more!
0: (laughs) If you buy one ticket, you get one free. And you can not only buy a ticket to join this flight to colonize the moon, but you can pay for someone else to go in your place. So if you have a politician or a coworker that's nasty to you, uh, buy him a ticket to go colonize the moon. It is a one-way ticket. So there you go. If you're interested in purchasing a ticket for this flight to colonize the moon, uh, just write to Colonize the Moon, Memphis, Ohio. Welcome once again to life in times of Elvira Gulch. Last time, Marshal Dillard and Deputy Buford were bravely in search of Liam Seamus to hunt him down after blowing up the Marshal's office. They found him aboard a train, and meanwhile, Deputy Buford and his brave horse Mortimer rode off a cliff. And meanwhile, Marshal Dillard jumps onto the train, leaving his horse crack of thunder, behind and goes in search of Liam Seamus aboard the train, and that's where we pick up today's episode. All
1: right, make for one Marshall coming through. All right, excuse Excuse me, pardon me, have you seen a scruffy-looking fella, red beard, named Liam? No. How about you, have you you seen a scruffy-looking guy, red beard?
2: Oh, no, I haven't
1: seen him. No. Excuse me, pardon me. Hey, better watch Coming through. Marshall coming through. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse what? me, sorry. But, hey, it's fine. See Liam. Scratch scruffy guy, red beard. I have no, shot. I have old, oh. I'm afraid. Uh, how about you? Uh, no. No? Okay. Oh, Excuse Mark. me. Pardon me. All right, Liam. I know you're somewhere around here. Come out with your hands up. you never take me by, oh It looks like i fa- Whoa! Liam
0: Seamus takes a shot at Marshall Dillard, but misses and runs out of the train car and climbs up on top of the train. They're approaching another bridge over the gorge with a 500-foot drop down into the Elvira River.
1: Climbing on the train ain't gonna help you, Seamus. Stop right there! You're never gonna take me a thire, sir.
2: You're never gonna take me a well,
0: He
1: just jumped off the train, the idiot!
0: Rather than being captured alive, Liam Seamus jumps off the train and he drops 500 feet down into the gorge. Listen next time to find out what happens to brave Marshall Dillard, his horse Crack of Thunder, and Deputy Buford and his horse Mortimer. Did they survive the fall down into the Elvira River 500 feet down into the gorge? Find out next time on the laughing times of the Elvira Gulch. This portion of our program is brought to you by Filbert's Custom Fish Tanks. We're going to go live now to Filbert's Custom Fish Tanks to have an interview with Mr. Filbert about his process by which he makes custom fish tanks. Over to you at Filbert's Custom Fish Tanks. And now, through the magic of electronics and podcasts, I am now over at Filbert's Custom Fish Tanks to interview uh, Mr. Filbert himself about his process by which he makes these amazing custom fish tanks. Uh, How are you doing today, Mr. Filbert? I'm doing pretty well. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, So how long have you been making these custom fish tanks? Oh, probably about
1: 20 years now.
0: Oh, 20 years. I imagine you've made them for a uh, pretty famous clientele and so forth.
1: Oh, a few every now and then, yes, they do come
0: in. I understand that you uh, recently went over to Europe and made some for several uh, people in royalty and things like that over, over in England and some different countries over that way.
1: Yes, for a few of their estates and um, one off to the side in the palace, Yes.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, is there a limit to the the size of fish tanks that you will construct? Is a tank too large or too small for your your business?
1: Oh no, not at all. We can make fish tanks for amusement parks. We've even made one fish tank that was only one millimeter wide. Uh, that's amazing.
0: That's amazing. Now, for instance, um, this aquarium right behind me here. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, tell you what, let's go back to the studio, and uh, we'll get back to Mister Filbert another time. Okay, now in keeping with our our interviews that we have, if if you have listened to our podcast in in times past, we have had some very unusual interviews. We have interviewed the Loch Ness Monster. Or we have interviewed the Blob, a vampire. Uh, we have uh, quite a quite a few a leprechaun, as a matter of fact. We interviewed a leprechaun, a garden gnome. We uh, have interviewed some very interesting people, and one of the most interesting people that we have interviewed uh, is today. We are actually interviewing a troll. Uh, this troll heard about us uh, probably through, I imagine, through the gnome or the leprechaun, and uh, he agreed to come do an interview with us. So uh, I believe that's him coming in now. Yeah, just go ahead and let him in there, Larry. Okay, come on in, have a seat right
2: here. Small human
0: door. Yeah, sorry about that uh, doorway there. It's uh, not all of us are quite that large. You uh, go ahead and have a seat here. This chair will hold you. So, a troll. What? What exactly is a troll? I've heard about trolls. I've heard stories of trolls and goats and all this kind of thing. What? What exactly is a
2: troll? A troll is me people. We live up in the mountains. Hmm,
0: in the mountains. You don't. You guys don't live under bridges, like like we hear in stories. If bridges in mountain. Okay. Now, what do what do trolls do? We eat
2: these things, and we sleeps sometimes. Sometimes we likes to sing, but lots of people don't like when trolls sing. Oh, that's hard to imagine. Why?
0: Um. Do you have any particular hobbies or interests? I stack rocks. That that sounds fascinating. It is my passion. That that sounds. Do you uh. Are you part of a, a rock group?
2: No. I'm by myself.
0: Oh. Okay. All right. So as a troll, how do you differ from? say a goblin or or a, a ghoul or something like that
2: but the rest are small and they taste
0: bad i imagine they would that's interesting um now how did you hear about us uh do an interview was that through seamus or was that through doug the the garden gnome how did you happen to hear about us i eat a traveler
2: he come up the mountain he didn't hear me because he was listening to podcast so i eat him and i hear podcast and i hear gnome i think if gnome do it troll do it well there you go there you go uh did
0: you happen to talk with larry outside there larry small man yeah larry's that guy out there in the out in the office
2: larry tastes
0: bad yeah I, I imagine Larry would taste bad. I was wondering why he didn't uh didn't answer when I asked if if you were here yet. Well, now, is there any truth behind this story that we we've read since we were all children about the billy goats and the the bridge and the troll and all that kind of stuff is that Is that based on reality or is that just something that somebody made up to write a book? I don't know. I've never heard goat talk. You hear goat talk, uh, I've seen a few goats talking on t v but uh seen some donkeys talking on t v too, but that's that's another story now, as a troll do you do you try to kind of remain hidden? i know I know garden gnomes and leprechauns and the like try to stay hidden from people as much as possible. um are trolls the same way? it not
2: hard to stay hidden, someone see me. I eat them.
0: Well, that, that works. That works. Um. Now, are trolls kind of solitary, or do you guys hang out in groups? How does that work?
2: Trolls sometimes in groups, but usually not get along. Usually fight. Hmm. That's hard to imagine.
0: Now, what's the difference between, say, a cave troll and a mountain troll, a bridge troll, and that kind of thing? Uh, where
2: they live? Oh so that's that's the only the only main difference? Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes cave trolls say better than mountain troll. Sometimes bridge trolls say better than cave troll. But all troll. Alrighty.
0: Well we thank you for your time. We thank you for coming in to answer our questions about trolls. It's it's nice to meet a troll. Uh you're you're the first troll I ever met and It's been, uh, it's been a pleasure to meet, uh, garden gnomes and leprechauns and, and now trolls. Uh, we had an interview with a merman a while back. Um, that was interesting. Uh, but, uh... Don't like merman.
2: Merman tastes like shrimp.
0: I imagine so. I imagine so. Alrighty, well, if you, uh, as you go, just, um, try not to hit your head on the, the way out this time, and, uh... We thank you for your time, and and, uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again. This way out? Yeah, straight out the, the way you came in. Okay. Door is broken. I don't know who did that. Yeah, you'd think they'd fix that, you know. The following program has been brought to you in part by Portillo's Ice Cream. Made from all natural ingredients, including yak milk, monkey milk, whale milk... And giraffe milk, included with, of course, cow milk, which is the usual. Come to Portillo's Ice Cream today. Buy one, get one free, while supplies
1: last. And now for Answers to Life's Questions, the part of the show where we have people call in and we answer their questions. And it looks like we have our first caller. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. What's your question? Uh,
0: is this this boy's pizza?
1: No. Going into line two. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the two o'clock show. What's your question?
0: How do I assemble this toaster?
1: Probably by following the instructions. Have a good day. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the two o'clock show. What is your question?
0: What is the atomic weight of a boron molecule?
1: The atomic weight of boron would be 10.821. Okay, have a good day, sir. Okay, line four. Welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. What's your question? Why is my neighbor's dog
2: so stupid? And don't ever shut up.
1: It was probably born that way. Have a good day. And going to line five. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. What's your question?
2: How much wood get a woodchuck chuck? chuck?
1: A woodchuck would probably chuck as much wood as a woodchuck could chuck if a woodchuck could in fact chuck wood. Okay. Goodbye, sir. Let's see, next line, hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the Two O'Clock Show. What's your question? Hey, yo. Hello.
2: Hey, uh, you seen Bernice?
1: No, I have not.
0: She, she said she was gonna be on your show, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I'm afraid I haven't seen her, sir.
0: Well, she shows up till they come back,
1: because she took all the bacon. Okay, we will do. Good day, sir. Okay, we've just got a couple lines left. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. What's your question?
2: Well, what's better with
0: tea, biscuits, or cakes?
1: I would say cakes, because I like cake better.
0: Uh, uh, thank you.
1: You're welcome, man. Have a good day. Okay, the last line here. Hello, welcome to Answers to Life's Questions on the 2 o'clock show. What's your question?
0: Well, I was just wondering if you had seen a horse.
1: I mean, I've seen horses before, if that's what you're asking, but I don't know if you're asking about a specific horse.
0: Well, I was looking for my horse. He took off when I went into the saloon.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, sir. So where are you calling from?
0: Oh, I'm just, just south of Abilene.
1: Yeah, I have no idea where that is. I'm sorry, sir. I can't be of any help here.
0: Well, I'll just keep looking there, Pilgrim.
1: Okay, thank you for calling. This has been Answers to Life's Questions on the Two O'Clock Show. Thank you for listening.
0: The preceding program is brought to you in part by... Boudreaux's Do-It-Yourself Zombie Making Powder. It comes fresh to you from the bayou. Do you have pesky neighbors, annoying co workers, or just need some cheap labor? Then this is for you. I bought Boudreaux's do-it-yourself zombie making powder, and I made myself several workers for my custom cabinet working.
2: Oh, my neighbors were keeping me up late at night, and now they don't. I like, I like making zombies, they work real
0: cheap. The other ones, they wanted money. I couldn't stand it. Try Boudreaux's do-it-yourself zombie making powder. It makes a great Christmas gift or a stocking stuffer. That's about it for episode 15. We thank you for listening once again. We appreciate uh, you listening. We we appreciate spending this time with you and you with us. And uh, we were just wondering if you happen to listen to our program, especially on a a regular basis, uh, if you wouldn't mind maybe rating and reviewing our show. Um, That'll be good for the show. That'll be good for us, and it'll help the show to to grow, and uh, hopefully more people will be able to listen to it. So, what's what's this what's this lever in the middle of the floor? I haven't seen this before.
1: I don't know. I assumed it was something you did. No. Like I thought you brought it in. Like it was a prop from a movie or something.
0: What's this say down the side? Let me get my glasses on here. Pull lever in. Emergencies only. Huh. I wonder what that's all about. I don't know. Well, let's pull it and see. It reminds me of those things you see in those old cartoons, you know, with a big trap door and, and some monster or whatever would fall through it. And I don't know if there's something Larry put in here. Well, let's pretend it's an emergency and pull on it and see what happens. I mean, I'll let you pull on it. Okay, at the count of three. One, two, and we shall see you all next time three
2: on two so o'clock